Good Morning Britain's departure from ITV last year was a joke, but it brought attention to free speech, Piers Morgan has argued. With his first TV show following the controversy over his remarks regarding Duchess of Sussex, the host is getting ready to go back in the studio. The new talk TV station in the UK, as well as in the United States and Australia, will show Piers Morgan uncensored. And he accused the network of censoring his comments. Before, the network made a point of saying that it supports the right to freedom of speech. Following an interview with Oprah Winfrey, Piers Morgan left the breakfast show in March declaring, I didn't trust a thing Meghan said. A little over the top. A record 58,000 complaints were sent to Ofcom as a result of his comments. It was later determined by the UK media watchdog that restricting his opinions would be a chilling constraint on free speech. Morgan said the following in advance of the premiere of his new show, I used to think I was uncensored, but when I left Good Morning Britain, it became clear that I had to apologize for disbelieving Princess Pinocchio or I would have to leave the building. Because of this, I decided to leave the building, which I thought was a terrible moment both for myself and the play. In my opinion, ITV made the incorrect decision. In the end, it focused everyone's attention on the question of what is free speech? In his new talk TV show, the 57-year-old says he'll uncancel those who have been cancelled. As stated by ITV, Morgan made the decision to depart Good Morning Britain, which the network has accepted. Speaking of talk TV, Morgan's show will appear on both Fox Nation in the United States and Sky News Australia beginning on April 25. Speaking about his ITV exit, I thought the whole thing was a comedy and I'm glad that, in some sense, we've ended up with a whole network dedicated to preventing that type of farce from recurring, Morgan said. Read more. Preeti Patel personally approved the launch of Rwanda plan, despite the concerns of civil servants. After a tragic shooting at a Tel Aviv bar, an Israeli gunman shot and killed a Palestinian assailant. This year, Coda won the Best Picture Oscar. New show and free speech, you shouldn't be embarrassed or blamed or shut down for having a viewpoint, unless you really are spewing horrible and racist crap. This is where the line is, he added. You can disagree with someone fiercely, be extremely critical, or have a vigorous dispute. You can refer to me by any number of names. That's just great with me. As Meghan Markle said on Good Morning Britain, the moment you try to fire me and demand my head on a plate, that is cancel culture right there, ITV's chief executive said. Moreover, the notion that ITV would have agreed to it is absurd. This is a great new platform and I'm grateful to them for giving me the opportunity to participate in it. The complaints against ITV were rejected by Ofcom because the co-hosts who opposed Morgan's ideas were able to balance his viewpoints. After the Duchess of Sussex talked about her mental health, the regulator blasted his apparent indifference for the matter of suicide. Some of the things he said had the possibility to be destructive as well as extremely disrespectful, Ofcom CEO Dame Melanie Dawes stated in September. ITV has been said to have received numerous complaints from high-profile individuals, including the Duchess of Cornwall. There is no way we wouldn't be completely not just endorsing but championing freedom of speech and freedom of expression, ITV Chief Executive Dame Carolyn McCall said in September. Morgan compared himself to Nelson Mandela, the former president of South Africa who was imprisoned for 27 years for his political actions against the racist apartheid dictatorship in his nation. Morgan likened himself to Nelson Mandela after he was released from prison. Like a lengthy trek to freedom of speech. Also on Talk TV's schedule will be the talk, 
a brand new program hosted by Sharon Osborne, who recently departed the U.S. chat show The Talk after supporting Morgan Live on air. The Prime Minister Boris Johnson will not take his time returning to work after the holiday. First appearance before MPs since he was punished for breaking COVID rules is scheduled for Tuesday, and then he will address his party colleagues in the evening. It will come a week after the PM, his wife, and the Chancellor were fined for attending a birthday party for the PM in the cabinet room at No. 10 in the Prime Minister's residence. A Prime Minister's questions hearing from the opposition is scheduled for this Wednesday, following the Sunday Times's allegation that he was accused of instigating a farewell party in November 2020, which the White House denies. His only hope is that the police investigating COVID's government-related infractions do not send him any additional fines during this time period. He will apologize to MPs once more, according to No. 10 officials, and say he understands the intensity of feeling around the government's violations of COVID regulations. Some of Boris Johnson's priorities may be situation and Rwanda's strategy for refugee migrants. According to one insider, quite a bit to inform Parliament on has to be done. On the other hand, opposition parties will focus on the fact that he is the first sitting prime minister to face criminal charges for violating the law. Fines were a surprise, given that the Prime Minister's Director of Communications was on vacation with no electricity and just an external battery pack to charge his phone. PM says people had the right to expect better from him after the fine, and he didn't occur to him at the time that the short cabinet room meeting to commemorate his birthday in June 2020 could have violated COVID lockdown regulations. Government opponents believe the Prime Minister intentionally misled Parliament by claiming previously that rules in No. 10 were adhered to at all times and are investigating various measures to hold him accountable over this belief. According to Labour insiders, a vote on whether or not he lied to Parliament is one of the options being considered. Any Tory MPs who are forced to publicly defend the Prime Minister's conduct are likely to be heavily criticized by the opposition parties. Labour's deputy leader Angela Rayner said of the stories about the Prime Minister pouring drinks at a meeting for his Director of Communications Lee Kane were true, he had a hand in initiating at least one of the parties, following fresh allegations in the Sunday Times. He willfully misled the British people at every turn, she said. Read more. Downing Street Party Questionnaire by Police, Boris Johnson Former minister joins calls for PM to resign, Boris Johnson Due to a lack of evidence, the police will not investigate the Downing Street party. When the Prime Minister arrived, the publication cited a source who claimed it was not a farewell party, but a press office Friday afternoon drink. Not that this event took place, but Number 10 strongly denies that the Prime Minister instigated it. Sources point to reports that alcohol was on the table when the Prime Minister showed up. Number 10 has not denied this. People were instead gathered for a post work drink at the workplace where the Prime Minister had come in to say goodbye to Lee Kane, according to one person who was there at the event. He showed up at his own press office with people who were by definition authorized to be there on that particular day, say those who know him well. Also, according to some of those who attended, no one from the police has approached them about this particular event. Tories worry that further fines or bad press may be on the way, but that doesn't seem likely. It's often thought to be a modest event, with people greeting him happy birthday in the cabinet room before a discussion about COVID. Prime Minister's insiders said he didn't think it was inappropriate to enter the party to let his staffers wish him a happy birthday, and that it didn't really feel like a party despite the punishment. Officers continue to investigate other gatherings, 
such as two now infamous Downing Street garden parties that were cancelled. To defend himself, the Prime Minister will most likely claim that he had no idea that attending these parties in a location where he was authorized to be with those who were allowed to be there was prohibited, according to a reliable source. Further fines or violations judged to be more heinous may make this case more difficult to present to the British public and even some of his own MPs in the future.